Hey, thanks for queuing up the podcast. Before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to make you aware of three music marketing resources with an emphasis on one in particular. There's a good chance you're already familiar with my flagship title called the Gorilla Music Marketing Handbook and perhaps even the 5-Minute Music Marketer. Both of those titles are well worth your time, but I want to make you aware of another title that doesn't quite get the attention as those two do. And that one is called The Nine Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. I'm really proud of this book, and I think you would get a lot out of it. And basically what it covers is what I consider to be nine timeless principles of music marketing. So regardless of the new website, app, or tool, because they're always changing, as you know, these are principles you can apply no matter what. They're timeless. They tap into that eternal connection that people have with music and with music makers. So I think you would get a lot out of this book. It's available on Amazon in at least a dozen countries in both paperback and ebook formats. So go check it out. The Nine Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. And now, enjoy the episode. This is the Music Marketing Podcast. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. This one features another segment from a recent Musicians Motivation Monday session on the Clubhouse app. And these rooms take place every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. You'll be hearing the voices of three moderators that include Billy Gryzak, Jesse Curtis, and me. In this first segment, a musician named uh, Timothy had just shared a little bit about his musical life. And we also heard from Zita, who said that originally she was drawn to learn to play the piano and sing because of a desire to achieve fame and fortune, which a lot of people do. But she had changed her priorities. But she was finding it a challenge to get motivated to practice. And she was also getting some pressure from her family to spend more time with them and the household responsibilities. And that's something we can all relate to in some manner. So here is some of the feedback we had for them on those topics. I will uh, chime in here. Hi, Zita. Good to see you again. And boy, so much great stuff you packed into your share there. As far as the uh, motivations to, uh, to learn music, uh, there's a lot of people that are attracted to that aspect of fame and fortune and all that. But I would suggest for a lot of people, especially early on in your pursuit of music, is, is to one one goal should just be like the satisfaction, like joy should be your satisfaction. We, you know, we mentioned the word fun here in the clubhouse room. Uh, are you having fun? If playing music brings you joy, then that's a worthy goal. And then beyond that, kind of what we were talking about, impact, positively impacting other people with your music is also another great motivator to shoot for. There's intrinsic value, which I guess comes from within. That's the joy. Then there's extrinsic value where you get from, from outside of yourself where people recognize you and, pray, and praise you. But if you focus on those two things alone, quite often, sometimes more popularity will come as a byproduct of that, which I think Jesse was alluding to earlier, too. 
So keep working on it for the joy. And oh, I love that you said that, that your name, uh, yeah, that you're impatient in general. <laughs> yes. so, so apply that impatience to your taking action to sing, to play the piano, but see if you can cultivate a level of patience on the results. Because you probably, like a lot of people, want to be able to play and sing and do it all now. But just know that that is coming. It's on its way and it's happening. And you're probably making progress that you don't even realize that you're making because you're too close to yourself. Yes. But I think you're doing great, Zita. Yeah, you, you get it, Zita. We, we, we love having you here. Jesse, anything you'd Thank like you, to uh, chime in with? Yeah, I love that you're focusing in on the joy of learning how to play, learning how to sing. And um, yeah, you, you've got it absolutely right. Focus on why you're doing it and how happy it makes you to be creating in this way. As far as you know, finding the time, I think it's really important that even you know if, it, if it's family responsibilities that you feel like are getting in the way, and yes, we all have to deal with our family responsibilities. Those don't ever really go away. So I think what's important is to establish boundaries, even with your family. And to say, you know, this is something that's very important to me and I need time to do this. Mm -hmm. So please give me this time. And you can block off that specific time, whether it's once a week, a few times a week, whatever it is. Maybe it's once a day for an hour or two. You know, whatever it is that you're comfortable with establishing, you know, set that boundary and expect your family to honor that. I think it's really important to communicate just how important this is to you. And I think, you know, you, your family loves you and I assume they do. Then yes. they're going to understand, right? Exactly. They're, they're going yes. to accept that and say, oh, this is what makes you happy. Okay, then we need to give you that time. And then, you know, once that time is over, then you're back to family and, you know, you're doing what it is that you do. So just, yeah, really um, communicate that to your family. And, and, and that's, you know, in all relationships we have, whether it's with our family or other people, communication is the most important thing to be able to freely communicate what it is we need to say, what it is that we need from others. And it's just such an important thing. So, be brave in that and communicate that to your family and say, hey, this is very important to me and I need this time. And I'm sure they're going to acknowledge that and understand and allow you that time that you need to grow as an artist. I actually want to chime in on that and something Timothy said earlier about family. And uh, especially what Timothy said, uh, it really resonated with me. And then uh, you said something similar that, you know, your family's like, when is this going to happen? When are you going to start making some money or whatever, you know? And I'm thinking it's odd in when you're a performer, sometimes people see it that way. But if you're like a like going to be a doctor, they don't say like, you know, when are you going to start making, you know, being a doctor and doing operations and curing people? Like you're just going to school, you know, you're learning your craft, you're becoming. And uh, sometimes, uh, you know, it takes a little time. And that goes right back to the quote of the day, show up every day, be impatient with getting there but be patient for when you finally get there so it all kind of ties in together don't you guys think i love that comparison the doctor you could also do that with lawyers too like in your first year of law school exactly your, your grandmother's going how come you're not doing a case yet what's the deal <laughs> so you're, you're impatient because you're going to law school you're investing your time and energy and money into the you know our medical school and then being patient because it's going to be years before it pays off so that's a great comparison yeah, but no, you bought a guitar. How come you don't have a gig yet, you know? 
Oh, wow. Thank you, Zita. And, and thanks, Timothy, for bringing the family end up. Yeah, we do have to, to live with our families, but hopefully they love us and will understand. In a moment, I'm going to queue up some more advice that we had on the topic of having so many creative choices and just not knowing what to focus on. But first, I just wanted to remind you that, among many other titles, I'm the author of three books that you might want to make note of. One is the Guerrilla Music Marketing Handbook, which is often cited as a highly acclaimed title in its field. And I've also published The 5-Minute Music Marketer and The 9 Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. So if those titles sound intriguing to you, they are available in multiple formats on Amazon in a dozen or more countries. So just go there and search for them. Search for my name, Bob Baker, author, and put in music marketing. You should be able to find them and other titles. So if you could use some additional advice, just wanted to make you aware of those options. Now, in this next segment, my friend Vasiliki from Athens, Greece, wanted to get some feedback. And she's an accomplished uh, composer and a producer, and she's written music for movies and sync and so on. But she has this desire to also put out her own music under her own artist name. And she's just struggling on how to do that, what form that should take. And here's a little bit of the advice that we had for her. Yeah, Bob, you can jump on that, and I have a few thoughts after uh, you and yeah. chime in. So I have a very slanted view of this, because pretty much everything I write, I intend to perform myself. I really have never pitched songs to other people or written for with the intention of other people singing it. So um, that's part of my indie ethic <laughs> DIY. So tying into the quote, impatience versus patience, when you perform it yourself, record it yourself, you can get it out a lot quicker to pitch it or have other people, that's more of a time-involved process. That doesn't mean it's any less worthy, because I know a lot of people make a good, great living writing songs for other people. It depends on on uh, how quickly you want to get it out. If you have a specific person in mind, you know, maybe you already have a relationship with an artist who you think would be ideal. If it's a process of having to get it out there and get it into the networks and all this stuff, just you have to really rely on patience. And so I guess that's a decision that you have to make. If it comes from the heart, if you wrote it and it applies to the current times, you want to get it out while it's timely, just record it yourself is what I would say. Yeah, th- <clears throat> this is actually an, uh, an amazing question and topic. Bob, did you want to chime in again real quick there? Sorry, I jumped in on you. So it sounds like you've done a lot of stuff for other people. You've done compositions for other pe- people. So I think this, I'm guessing, Vasiliki, that you coming out with your own stuff as the artist is something that's sort of new uh, or maybe a little different than some of the stuff you've done over the years. So because of that, there's a awkwardness or a discomfort. I'm thinking, I wonder if you could just have like a solo project kind of sideline thing where you just let people know, hey, I'm experimenting with different forms of expression. Maybe you're just up front with people. I have a wide variety of musical interests. Here's my website or here's my page where I, I'm getting my own stuff out into the world. Yes, I still do all this professional stuff and here's the niches where I'm known for and I'm good at if you need my composition work for film or whatever it is or sync. But here's my experimental stuff. And then you just play in that realm and let people know up front that's what you're doing. And so it takes the pressure off yourself to have to get it right or to choose a niche or whatever. I don't know. There's just some initial thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to chime in uh, and then we'll uh, hear Jesse's thoughts. Billy's problem 
is I always feel like I'm drowning in an endless sea of possibilities. I'm like, Bob, you know, I, I do, oh God, so many things. And, you know, what do you focus on? You know, I mean, I have, you know, the the rock and roll stuff that I do. And then, of course, I have the children's stuff I do, which they don't necessarily blend real well together. Uh, you know, and then I have my band with my son where we do that. And then, of course, I'm involved in the music marketing and, and the music business stuff. And it's like, I think I'm going to open up a room and I'm going to say, what should Billy do? And everybody could just... It would be like group therapy for me. Maybe you can, somebody can point me in the, in the right direction because <laughs> I, I wake I up every day and like, that. I, I just don't know who, which Billy I am. You know what I'm saying, Vasiliki? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Jesse? Yeah, I think it's really important to, uh, yeah, as a creative, because I, I really feel this deeply. Like there's a lot of different things that I know I could do and it's really hard to pick one sometimes. So, yeah, you really, I think you have to make that decision sometime. And then, you know, once you've kind of mastered one thing, then you start on the next thing. So it almost sounds like, you know, you've mastered doing compositions for other people. Now you're looking to expand. That's kind of what it sounds like to me. So uh, maybe you're just having this dilemma of like, am I doing too much by doing this? So I think if you know, you're feeling like being a performer is where your passion is, then do it. There's no reason that you can't. There's no reason that you can't at least try. So why not, right? And if that's where your heart is, you you got to follow it. I think that's really the best thing I can say is just uh is just uh yeah go for it. And um, if later on you you feel like that's really not you, that's fine. I've gone through so many times in my life where I've started doing one thing and and figured out yeah this isn't really me, and then just went and did something else. I'm kind of doing that right now. So I totally get that. And really the only way you find out is by just, you know, going ahead and, and giving it a try and see if you can kind of stick with that thing for the long haul. Cause I, you know, you're passionate about something if you can stick with it for a very long period of time. So I think the only way you're going to find out is to just give it a try. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and got some value out of it. Make sure you are subscribed to this podcast wherever you happen to be listening to it. Could be Apple, could be Spotify, could be somewhere else. And also feel free to connect with me on Instagram. There my uh, handle is Mr. Buzz Factor. It's M-R-B-U-Z-Z-F-A-C-T-O-R. Follow me there. Send me a DM. I actually check my messages on a daily basis and try to respond as soon as I'm able. So love to know your thoughts on anything we discussed here or anything related to music marketing or building a music career. All right. Have an awesome day. Talk to you again real soon. This is Bob Baker saying so long for now.